Are you an entrepreneur looking to have your business grow with a little help from the internet? Well, you've come to the right place. Welcome to Harness the Web with your host, Steve Pack. Hey, good day, everybody, and welcome to today's version of Harness the Web. We're here today with Augie Diaz. Augie's a 25-year veteran of retail. He's been to senior management positions with some of the largest family-owned companies in the Northeast, such as Models, Sporting Goods, Lacrosse Unlimited, Irwin Pearl, just to name a few. He understands retail and how to drive the bottom line and motivate a sales team. Combine that with over 15 years that he's been running a network of websites using tried-and-true internet services, such as proper web design, SEO, social media marketing, content marketing, video marketing, and all the other things, Augie brings a unique blend of both retail business, best strategies, and internet marketing strategies to provide bottom line results. It's awesome that Augie's with us today. Thanks a lot, Steve. I appreciate it. And boy, I sound really good, don't I? <laughs> That's awesome. I impressed myself there for a moment. <laughs> you got to like that, you know? <laughs> so, and, and like, what would, I, would you like to add to that? Anything? I mean, no, I think what it just comes down to, you know, I, I think I, I thank God every day for what he's provided me. And the only reason why I stand before you as an expert in retail, so to speak, is I've, you know, the key to my success is I've surrounded myself by amazing individuals in every single one of my, uh, my, my companies that I've worked with and the teams that I've, that, that I've helped motivate and surround myself with really lifted me up to success. And with that, I brought them up with me. And, and it's all about team. It's all about having the right people in place because you're only as good as the people you surround yourself with. Yeah, that's definitely true. That's It's definitely true. And uh, we could do a whole show just on that. Absolutely. Right? But anyways, we won't today. We'll come back to that on a different <laughs> Sounds day. good. I'll, I'll just, just, don't forget to book me as one of the panelists. That's all. <laughs> you know? But that's definitely true. And I guess the only thing I'll say about that is it, it's getting around people who are like that. So it's kind of like you give to that group. And the group gives back to you, just provides motivation and inspiration and ideas and all those kinds of things. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, it's awesome. It's completely awesome. So, Augie, tell us a little bit about what you're doing today. Now, if I ran into you on a street, you're in New York, right? Yep. New York State? NYC. Right. So, yeah. So, uh, we're, we're walking down the street. And I run into you on a street and I say, hey, Augie, what do you do? Can you, what would you say? All right. The first thing I'll do is check my wallet to make sure that uh, you're not anybody strange. <laughs> I mean, no, let me not say that New York is great and it's very safe. <laughs> let me not. But, um, you know, basically what, what I do, I'm an internet marketing consultant with a unique twist. Having the, the experience from both worlds, having a tried and true 25, 30-year experience in retail marketing in the largest retail market in the world, in the Northeast, you know, my average uh, uh, district that I ran was over $100 million in top-line retail sales. So I understand what it takes to run a business. I understand what it takes to survive in a tough market like the Northeast. And then you combine that with about 15 years of running of running a network of sites on the internet, understanding what works and what doesn't, and then being able to speak both languages, being able to speak the retailese and, and, and internetese, so to speak, and providing that to local businesses that really needed to survive and are not realizing harnessing the web in the way they should to really push their sales and push their businesses to their local markets. So are you finding those retailers to be 
open to this? Are they? Do they know that they need to go to the web? But I, 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 it's definitely generational, and I, I mean that with no disrespect to to anybody. Uh, you could see the longer running businesses, the older owners that have been around and more mature. They really are a little bit harder to. I don't want to say persuade, but it's a little harder for them to understand and grasp the power of the internet because they've done business for 20, 30, 50, 60 years in one manner, and they don't understand why they're losing market share now because the younger companies, the ones that are more internet savvy, understand the web. But once you show them the power of the internet, once you show them the power of social media, of proper web design, of reputation management, then I think they get it. It's just the point is you have to, you know, the proof is in the pudding, and that's what you need to put in front of them. You need to put plenty of pudding so they could understand that. That's that's awesome. Um, yesterday, actually, I was talking to a, a fellow who I've known for a long time, like almost in a different life I've knew, know him, right? From, And he owned and ran a printing company. Right. Like one of, one of the most traditional kinds of businesses you can get. Been around for right. <laughs> yep, been around forever. It's all, you know, and if you talk to him how he did his marketing and sales, you know, it was all face to face. You know, he knew all the people in town and that's how he did it. And he sold his business <laughs> a couple years ago and he now he now has an internet retail business. And it's so funny talking to this guy. He's and he's, you know, he's old enough to retire. Right. And listening to him talk about sales funnels and uh, <laughs> all these different things, it's like, wow, That's awesome. this dude. But I guess the point is, he, you know, where there's a will, there's a way. Absolutely. He went out and just said, hey, I'm going to get into this and started learning. That's great. So, and and the number one thing, I, I, a mentor of mine a long time ago when I was just a, a guy Friday helping out, uh, Art Capper, God rest his soul, he always told me. Always learn. No matter mm. how old you are, listen to the people around you, listen to the experts, and always redevelop yourself. And I've always taken that mantra with me wherever I go. I, you know, no matter how long I've been in retail, I could learn from the person that just started because he or she might have a unique perspective to things that I didn't pick up. So it's great to see that somebody of his maturity that doesn't need it to, to continue growing. That's great. Yeah, it's um, it's really exciting, and I think you've picked an area. If you think about picking about bringing the the internet into retail, you don't have. There's no shortage of change and new stuff on the internet. Right. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> it's like absolutely. you know, every day it's new. And if you didn't think it was new, some of the big players will make it new. Yeah. So yeah, that's cool. So t- tell us about some of the, the the services that you provide people. Like, what's an example? of somebody who you work with and like what you do for them. I think the first thing I, I try to bring together is the consulting portion, which I, I think is so underrated the use of a consultant or use of an advisor or a coach, whatever you want to call us. Okay. Uh, and then listening tip number one for anybody selling out there, listen, shut up and listen. Okay. That's the number one thing as any salesperson. And I don't consider myself hundred percent selling because once I, I listen to, to uh, my client or, or, or my customer and they explain their products and services, they explain their company philosophy. 
you know, what their goals are, who their customer is, what message they want to deliver. We take all that information, then we put all that into their web design, which you would think that doesn't make sense. How do you put that in the web design? The web has to be the, the, the website has to be, so to speak, a, a, a portion of, of the philosophy and the energy of the, of the cl- customer, of the client. And then we put that into their social media. Uh, we put that into, the, into their email marketing, into the content. I mean, even if we do video marketing with them, we put all that together. So I think the core of the business is listening, respecting, and responding to the needs of our customers and our clients, and then taking the tried and true internet marketing, putting that together. But it doesn't stop there. Being in retail and understanding brick and mortar, I try to put that all together in in the click and mortar, okay? I try to use the same principles such as conversion rate. You know, somebody in retail should understand conversion rate. Ten people walk into your store, five people purchase, you have a 50% conversion rate in the, in the lamest terms. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's really – when you think about retail, this thing, the concepts I talk about on the internet are really clear. Yes. Yeah. And, and so how many times have you, you, know, you listen to an internet marketer and I tell them, okay, so what are we converting on your website? Why is your bounce rate so high? That's you know Google's version of how many people are leaving your website. And they, yeah. they sort of look at you like, bounce rate? Huh? And, and they don't understand that internet and retail are easily linked by a lot of the, of the, of the same uh, stats and same numbers that you could use to help drive sales. Yeah, well, when you're t- saying that, I was, one of the things that popped in my head is the whole thing about – this was years ago, learning about sales. It was really a whole thing about like the example was someone goes in to buy into a men's store to buy a suit and then, you know, then they sell them the, you know, the tie to go with a suit and the shirt to go with a suit and the shoes to go with a suit. And he ends up spending way more than the suit. Absolutely. And it's really the same thing on the internet. It's like, okay, so they bought a, what what would they need to go with A? And all you have to do is go and look at somebody like um, Amazon, for example. You, you you buy a book on Amazon, you check out, and they're telling you, hey, people who bought this book also read these books. Right. Exactly. You know? Here, here, you know? Here's your bookmark. Here's your, your, your <laughs> nightlight. And I went, yeah, on, exactly. went on the other day, bought like a $10 <laughs> book, walked out with like a $100 bill. I'm still not even sure how I, how I even did that. But yeah, it's so true. It's amazing. It's really amazing. So, so, and do you consider yourself an internet-based business today, or are you still? I, would you say you're traditional? I, I think I'm. I'm a combination of both. Obviously, we lean towards the internet because a great deal of our clients are might not be in in, in our base sector. They might not even be in our hemisphere. Um, you know, so I mean, I'm I'm consulting at all hours of the day and night to work with uh, you know their time zones, um, but. I, I in my office I have I have a conference room that we can feel comfortable in. So I have all the traditionals, the storefront I work out of. I have all the traditional, but um, yeah, I, I mean the majority of my customers do come from the internet. So we do a lot of you know exactly what we're doing. You know, a little Skype conferencing. Um, you know, Google Hangouts, uh, and that's where we do a lot of our conferencing. I do like to video conference with my customers if they're if they're somewhere because I want them to see them a real person. I also think that. Speaking to a person and talking to them, uh, uh, you know, besides an email, because you could get a lot could be lost in a translation in an email, and and you know the energy behind the person might not be expressed in, in the written text. Yeah, uh, do you find it uh, at all generational? 
like yes how they how they want to communicate yeah absolutely i i you know I, in reaching out and and lead generating locally obviously walking into the retail stores talking to the owners they like that shaking hands meeting one on one the younger uh, people have no problem just you know, Skyping with you or talking on the internet, emailing back and forth. Again, it definitely is generational. Uh, you know, I, I'm, st- I guess, you know, I'm still part of the older generational team. So I still like to shake hands and kiss babies type routine because that, yeah. that's what I was born and raised to do in business, you know, so. Yeah, no, I get that 100%. And I have six kids and they're in oh, their God 20s, bless. right? 20s to 30. And um, th- it's amazing interacting with them because they prefer to text you, yeah. email you, that you know, the very little do they do face to face. Face to face. Yeah, I, I've always wondered that. You know, how you know? I guess uh, when I was with raising my kid, and I always wondered, is he going to be social? Because everything is text or email or 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 whatever and phone based. I'm like, do you guys even socialize? It's just, it's it's amazing how it's a different social network it really is it's you know the vehicles they use is different than than what what i used when i was a kid yeah and uh, although it is great having like in my case they're they are my like research group there you go it's like hey how how does a 20 some year old buy stuff right like what sites do they use it's like uh oh you got to be doing this it's great though that's true you know great resource for polling (laughs) yeah they're way they're way different than you know i tend to work with people who are more like my own age and you know so what they do and what what younger people do is totally different in any case so when did you first like get involved with the internet and and when did you, you like first discover do you remember like when you first discovered like hey th- there's a lot of power here if i take what i already know and add this internet thing to it I, it can be gangbusters it really started my passion for the internet started my god uh, probably in 2000 early 2000s or even you know before that i i had a small uh, a gift shop in in flushing queens new york and I, I, I was an internet geek at that time, just getting on it. And if you would have seen my first website and my first e-commerce store, <laughs> you would never have hired me at all to build you anything. It was so ugly. It was so not user-friendly. And that's when I started trying to figure out there has to be a better way. And then, you know, I, I started developing that on the side. I went into tried and true brick and mortar and retail, looking at these large companies I worked with, like Model Sporting Goods, uh, developing their VIP program and how they harness the web with doing that. And, and really the ones that really do an amazing job. And again, similar to what we just talked about, they're a younger company, younger uh, owners, which is Lacrosse Unlimited. They're a specialty uh, retail chain uh, of Lacrosse expanding the United States. And I brought to them the tried and true retail. They had an amazing uh, internet marketing team and e-commerce team there. And it was it was just how it gelled and how, you know, the messages that I could deliver them, the, the special BOGO sales, how to word certain things, uh, certain ways we marketed. Um, and when you combined all that, it was just amazing how everything clicked. And that's when it clicked in my head that this is something that so many small businesses out there don't have and don't understand. And that's when I knew that I had to bring this to the local market because it's, it's so empowering. 
you know, to take the tried and true methods of, of retail, combine them with the with the power of the, of the web, harnessing both energies and just pushing forward really, really is amazing. I would think for a lot of your customers, too, it's got to, like, breathe new life into their business. You, you know, when they're competing with, you know, the some of the trends in retail, which have gone to, like, the big box stores, uh, who are all super entrenched on the Internet, you know, the, the, the Walmarts and the, I mean, every you just name a big box store that isn't. Those retails are huge. And then you have people like Amazon who sells everything under the sun. It's got to, you know, for the retailer, that's got to be a whole new challenge to them. It is. And then I try to ease their fears because sometimes they were like, oh, I don't understand. Then, you know, sometimes as an internet marketer, uh, you know, you start throwing out terms, SEO and social media and and, and your bounce rate. And, and they start looking at you like, okay, you just lost me at hello. So, you know, obviously you want to, you want to, show them that it's it's going to expand their horizons. The amazing thing that the internet does, it's an equalizer. You can compete against the big guys if you have the right message, if that message could be harnessed with social media and go viral and you and you extend that you could you could be as big or as small as you want to be, all depends on how uh, what type of face you put onto your website and how you go after the social media and, and proper uh, search engine optimization, etc. Yeah, they. It's got to be too. Like one of the things that I always think is so great now on the internet. I started my career out in research, market research, and so this is many years ago. And I look today what you could do. Like then you couldn't even dream about like what you can know today, and how far how you can target. You know, so if you if you're in a reach, you can you identify who your target market is. You on the internet you can find them. Absolutely. The, like them, that guy. You can right. find that person. That person, you can find them. Absolutely. There are so many different ways to target utilizing social media, utilizing keywords. You know, the standard keyword when you try explaining sometimes what a keyword is to a client, you know, they, they look at you and like, oh, wow, yeah, I just never thought of that. You know, and, and, you know, how the content marketing all ties into that keyword, into that social media. So there's a lot there and you're a thousand percent right. You could target a wide berth. You could target a, a, a very small pinpoint niche and it all it, it could be all yours i mean i've had cust i've had um clients that we we target a small you know 50 60 search engine term a month listing that they're number one on but they're getting you know 40 or 50 hits a month that are targeted and they're converting those targeted hits into sales yeah and it's that i simple. mean it's it's gotta it's it's gotta be when, when you were talking about the keywords i'm thinking like oh it's for the retailer it's like that person who comes in off the street and says, "Hey, do you have X?" Right. Do, can can like where do I find Y? Ex but, you know, there you go. Exactly. It's it's the directory when you walk into a store and and they're pointing the arrows. It's the same exact thing. So you you know, you want jewelry, you want a certain jewelry, you want a certain clothing, whatever it might be, you want a certain service. You know, that keyword is power, and, and it's it's how you harness that and, and do it correctly that's going to get your rankings uh, yeah, and your website up. So we, we've been talking about all the great things about the Internet, So, but we know it's not always like that. Oh, you God, know, yeah. Ain't that <laughs> so, so just tell us about a time when this, this didn't work for you. I'll go back to, to my initial first website. Um, it was so ugly. And it was so poorly done. 
because I was doing it as a layperson. I was doing it as a layman. I didn't know at that time what I know now. I didn't have the skills. I, I didn't understand HTML. You know, um, you know, WordPress and and certain uh, things were just infants at that point. They weren't as big as they are now. So when I put my website together as an extension of my of my gift shop, uh, uh, you know, it was. It was a disaster to say the the least. It really was. And it didn't jive. And I didn't, you know, there was no real social marketing back then. So it was a lot of, I didn't know. And that's as, as a manager in retail, not knowing something is really annoying to, to anybody who's a, a manager or a business owner or, or a leader of any aspect. So that's when I started learning how, what to do on the internet, understanding the what it takes to develop a website, understanding there is a science to it, understanding that there's terms like heat maps and and you know how to how to yeah. engage the client. You know, so that's what you learn and you learn by mistakes. And that's that was the thing. Now, you know, uh, now it's it's you know it's you know 15 years later, 16 years later and and obviously you learn a whole lot and you combine that with the retail science and those tried and true methods and that's what you're able to do and and that's why I mean you hear some of these customers say, oh my nephew is going to build my website or my <laughs> and you just sit there and you shake your head and you go okay congratulations to your nephew no disrespect him is he a web designer no no, no he does it on the side you know I go okay so you know, would you want somebody to perform heart surgery that does it on the side? <laughs> yeah, it's it's, <laughs> it's kind of like it, it, you know this. You know, my my cousin changes his oil, right. you know, in a driveway. So I'm going to have him put in a new transmission. Right, exactly. And it just and when they they think that you're really trying to you're only trying to get me to get my services. No, I really, really not. And and you know, you sit there and you're reviewing their site with them, and you're trying not to. You're trying to be gentle and, and you don't want to say, no, really, seriously, your website looks like crap. I just want to tell you. But, you know, because you're trying to be polite and, and, and informative. But it, it's actually it's fun. It's fun trying to explain to them and show them the benefits and 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 understanding the trials and tribulations uh, of it. But I would say it didn't work back then because I didn't have the right tools and the right people and the right information to do it right. Yeah. I understand completely. And one of the things I run into when people are like that, it's almost like you have to let them go ahead and do it. Yes. Yeah. And you kind of give them the the metrics to tell whether it's working for them. Right. Hey, do it. You know, hey, if it works, great. Right. Like, go go for it. If it doesn't work. Then we can sit down and talk about why it didn't work and what we can do to fix it. Absolutely, but, absolutely. Yeah. So, true. so what's the what's the best advice anyone's ever given you around doing business on the internet? Um, I, I guess the number one thing is, no matter what niche you are, you are here to provide answers to the questions and problems that the clients have. Remember, the majority of the people come on the internet. Besides the play Farmville and other things, they come on the internet to use search engines to get a question answered, to get a problem solved. So take your niche, take your expertise, set up your world around answering or helping your niche, and you will be successful. I mean, the number one issues I see when I look at a website and I look at a design, the actual design could be great. 
their content is very me centric. You know, this is what I did. This is what I did. This is what I did. No, no, it's what you could do for your client. It's how you could help your client. That's the magic in the message. And that's the advice that I was given a long time ago. And I would, I would put that, I put that to all my clients that I work with. So, and, it, and is that advice being client centric? Yes, absolutely. It's, it's, okay. it's working with them and it's, it's understanding their mindset. That's why before I, I sit down and go into SEO and, and, and social media consulting, I ask a litany of questions. If you have to see my, 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 my business profiler, it's like nine pages long. These people groan when they fill it out and I feel bad, but I explain to them, I can't help you if I don't understand you and your mindset and what you, yeah. what you want. And that's what it comes down to. And it, one of the things I run into a lot with people is when they go, when they go to put it on the internet, getting them to understand that it's not about them. Right, right. It's even if it's like I do a lot of work on LinkedIn with people, and so you have a personal profile on LinkedIn. And getting people to understand is, oh, that's your personal profile, but it's not really about you. <laughs> it's. It's you can put stuff in about you, but it's not what if you want to get results, it's not really about you. It's all about what you can do for them. Correct. Absolutely. For, Absolutely. for the person who's reading it. And, you know, sometimes some people have a hard time with that. Yeah. So can you give us a success tip now that somebody could implement today? So when they get off, when they listen to this podcast here, whenever that is, and they they uh, listen to this tip that you're going to give them. They they should be able to implement it today, so they can walk away and say, "Oh, I'm going to do that." And by the time they go to bed today, they've got it done. Uh huh. Yes. I, I I think the easiest yet most uh, the one that's going to give you the biggest bang for your buck and ROI is put your don't put your toe, put your whole leg, feet, and jump right into social media. Jump into the social media channels that are that are going to target your client base, that are going to bring the those those uh, clients to you. Social media allows you to in an emotional place because don't forget, social media is where people relax. Social media is where people read and engage even their news. Um, so they're in a relaxed state. They're in an emotional state. Don't forget purchasing, buying. And converting customers are very much an emotional trigger. Anybody in sales understands that. So when you create a social media profile, which will take you all of 10 or 15 minutes, and you make it business-centric, it's it'll take you no more than an hour to set up a Facebook business page. Most people don't even use the power of LinkedIn and know that you can set up a corporate page uh, on there. Yeah. You, know, it, uh, you could utilize Pinterest and Instagram and get pictures that could be engaging. Those are very powerful. Put down and just don't talk about your services. Engage the questions that people are asking around your around your services and skills. And also the one of the big there's two big um, social media channels that people overlook right now, in my opinion, because everybody thinks Facebook and Twitter, which are are huge. Don't don't misunderstand me. They're huge. LinkedIn is one that I would say, if you're in a selling area, if 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 you're doing B two B, if you're doing, it is the most underused platform for for a salesperson 
to utilize to get clients. You're in insurance field, you're in the real estate, you're in this, you're in that. Whatever it might be, LinkedIn as a social media ch uh, uh, channel, getting in front of CEOs, getting in front of HR people, getting in front of those corporate is huge. And it could take you no more than an hour to properly get that message out post some uh, some things on, on, on their blog and on their uh, on their forums and stuff like that, joint groups of like-minded people. And the second um, social media channel, which is not really thought of as a social media, um, but also is the second largest search engine on the web, YouTube. Most people are afraid to do YouTube. If you look at the big YouTube channels, they're more the 20-somethings. You know, one one of the one of the most viewed people on YouTube right now who makes seven eight million dollars a year from reviewing games, he gets more hits than some of the biggest uh, rock stars and and hip hop artists. Okay, so YouTube is huge with PowerPoint that most of us have on our computers, with some free uh, software that's out there, you can create a thirty second to one minute video that can captivate people. And to get visitors and the amazing thing that when it's done properly, you could absolutely rank very quickly on the search engines with a video. Because, you know, what a lot of people forget is YouTube is owned by Google. Excuse Google, me. yeah. And, you know, Google loves their, loves their children and they'll, they'll feed them. And so it's, it's important that you utilize the social media to get your message out to what we had said a few times to your target niche. Right. Yeah. And I think one of the things that goes with that is the internet has organized your niche for you. Yes. Absolutely. You just um I just heard this recently that it's the the whole um approach to marketing where it used to be that you had your message and then you found the media for the message you know, that would match your market, right? So you want to line those all up. And now it's you actually can select the media that your target market exists in. And that's in your kind of – then it's just put your message on Right, it. exactly. The power of hashtags. If, if there's one message you want to learn, just learn the power of hashtags. First time I saw hashtags, God only knows how many years ago, I thought it was a typo. I'm like, why did they type that wrong? And it was, a, it was, and I even went to my marketing guy and said, "What the hell? Why is why are you putting pound sign, you know, X Y Z there?" They go, "Dude, that's a hashtag." I was like, "Oh wow, do I feel old at this moment?" Yeah, <laughs> you know. So learn what's happening. Learn the power of the hashtag and how, like you just said, it could get right in front of those people that your target audience. And it's it's. It's unreal, and I, I think it still is as big as they are. It is truly untapped, especially in the local business market. Yeah, that's great. So, Augie, it's been great talking to you today. So if someone wants to get a hold of you, they want to reach out to you, what is the best way for them to find out more? The easiest thing, just go to my uh, website, which is ask8.com, A-S-K, the number 8.com. You'll get all my contact information. You'll you'll see all the services we perform. We have full contact uh, information. You could call me. You could We could set up a consultation. You know, you'll even get all my social media links up there, too. So that's the easiest. If you want to email me, you could get me at info at ask8.com. So it's ask ask8.com, right? You got it. Excellent. Very great. Well, thanks again for being with us today and sharing all this. And I hope the people listening, uh, thanks for listening. And I hope that you got out of this ideas that I got. I've got stuff here to do on my little action list 
for today now. I'm going to have to start putting out some things with hashtags in them. Hey, so. Exactly. Absolutely. <laughs> so great. Thanks so much. Thanks so much for listening to Harness the Web with your host, Steve Pack. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit HarnessTheWeb.net. We'll see you next time.